It's time again for BeelerCast, and today we are talking about non-CTV video, which it is a moment for us to start talking about this because uh, the, the standards are changing and it's going to have a huge impact on publishers. I'm going to be talking to Phil from STN Video, who is living and breathing this. I've seen him all this quarter all over the place and having great conversations. This conversation really went in some great directions and some important things, and uh, it's time to act. And so with that, welcome to BeelerCast. All right, Phil, welcome to BeelerCast. Uh, looking forward to a conversation. I have I will say I've noticed that in 2023, you have been on the road quite a bit. You were at you were at base camp, you were in Vail, you were just in New York, stuff like that. You're uh, quite the road warrior this year. Yeah, it's been, uh, you know, uh, especially since uh, COVID kind of toned down, it's been good to be back on the road, uh, you know, visiting everyone, uh, you know, shows are back, uh, events. So it's just great to get out there and uh, see everyone. And, uh, uh, you know, always, it was great to be at Beeler and certainly, uh enjoyed uh, my, my time on the slopes in, in Vail. It was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. And, you know, the thing that was interesting for me, and, you know, as you know, with Basecamp, uh, when I put together that agenda, you know, I kind of put out some ideas and then I really let the attendees kind of drive where it's going to go. And I think surprising to me, maybe not surprising to you, because you talk about this all the time, is the fact that we actually had this session called the you know, non-CTV video needs love too, right? And the idea was like CTV tends to get a lot of the attention, but a lot of publishers really wanted to talk about that other topic. And it turned out to be the largest breakout of that time. That was not what I originally thought was going to be the case and so forth. So talk to me a little bit about the fact that like CTV is having its moment, but there's other things obviously going on in the industry that we all need to be paying attention to. What, what comes top of mind or, or, and I'll just throw this out there because we'll, we'll ramble through this, as you know, I like to, uh, some of the things that you heard at Basecamp that like, maybe we need to, to kind of dive into. So, so jump in, tell us what you're thinking about. Man, that's a, that's a, a very hot topic right now. Um, interestingly enough, with the way IAB has proposed to reclassify video inventory online, uh, uh, it's created really uh, a big buzz, lots of questions from publishers wondering what that means to them in terms of how they treat their video inventory, how they treat video with content, uh, and certainly uh, um, is still uh, a big buzz. Like I just came from Vale, as you know, uh, and I think I spent half my time answering questions from publishers, talking actually to, to some of our competitors in the industry that are uh, trying to figure out what that means overall. So uh, lots of changes uh, on the horizon and definitely uh, a hot topic to, to tackle about. Um, if I speak to you specifically around CTV, it's it's really interesting. Um, CTV is a sexy environment right now. Kind of reminds me, uh, you know, I've been at STN since uh, 2012 Reminds me of, uh, you know, online video in like 2014, 2015, a bit of a wild west. Uh, it's kind of sexy. If I'm a buyer right now, it's like, hey, I'm already buying a screen if I'm doing this on linear. So now it's really easy to make the move and, and doing it through an OTT platform or connected TV, whatever you want. 
but it is the wild west. Uh, you can slice and size, slice and dice. Sorry, the the data as much as you want. There's as high as twenty percent fraud right now on CTV. Uh, uh, measuring uh, fraud is still difficult. Uh, the way how inventory sometimes is resold on a CTV form is is hard to measure, and um, the online uh, video uh, world, like with publishers, I've gone so far in the last like five or six years to properly classify inventory, understand things like viewability, understand video completion rate, actually understand IVT that I feel that uh, the way right now IB is looking at it, uh, they're not giving enough credit to publishers that have done a great job to deliver a high quality inv uh, video environment that is engaging and excellent for an advertiser. Yeah, you you know, which hits at this underlying thing. I, I, I love that framing of it just in terms of giving credit, right, to, to publishers. We have worked to your point over the last number of years to really clean up this act with publishers who invest in creating quality content. We live in an industry, we live in a with an internet where there's no barrier for the fraudsters to get on board, the bad actors, and just how somehow, again, it's like the buying systems don't seem, they just seem to be like, well, we have to solve for both the bad apples and the good apples. And you're like, just buy good apples, <laughs> right? And, you, and yeah. you start working with publishers who have low IVT, have worked on viewability, have, you know, high VCR, right? Like these are things that you can get, you could buy this or you just buy in bulk and you get what you get. And, and your point about fraud and CTV is um, I think spot on. There just seems to be like this acceptance of that or just, I, I don't know. I, I mean, is that an education issue? Is, it, is this a matter of like the buy side, we just need to tell a better story about really where they should be placing, um, where they should be buying and putting their budgets? I, 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 your analogy, I think, on buy the good apples is actually such a great one. I'm going to start to use it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's education. Like, you know, I'll give you an example. It's funny. As I was preparing for this, I, I, uh, I was kind of laughing. The last two days, I literally have had behind, uh, actually, it's behind me right now. Uh, my TV is on because the Masters is in full swing right now. Um, it's actually connected TV, so I'm streaming. Uh, the sound is off. Uh, I'm not paying too much attention to it. I can tell you right now it's on and I'm not paying attention to it because I'm focused on talking to you. So this, you're telling me, is getting better recognition than uh, if, I, if someone yesterday went to New York Post to read about an update on the Masters. Uh, I don't know how much of a golf fan you are. Brooks Kepka that plays on the Live Tour actually is on the uh, is leading today uh, by quite the wide margin. He's been tearing the course actually. And uh, somebody goes on the post, reads about that, and you've got a video with an interview or highlights of Brooks Kepka. This is a great environment for an advertiser. Like uh, we call this. Uh, um, uh, internally, uh, we call that appointment viewing. Uh, it's a lingo that I've seen a few times and we're kind of using it at scale now. Like you're not falling, you know, by luck 
on an article about Brooks Kepka and the Masters on the New York Post. You chose to go there. You're interested by the topic. And if the publisher is putting a relevant video on that page, guess what? You'll engage on it. You don't end up on Vanity Fair the day after uh, the the Oscars, uh, you know, watching highlight red carpet like you're, you know, you're a fan of the industry. You want to see who looked great or who looked bad on the red carpet last night. So so that concept to me of appointment viewing needs to be better explained. And going back to your comment on buying the right apples, like this is a great apple to buy. Yeah, there are publishers out there that don't deliver a great video experience. If it's purely an ad experience, yeah, classify as an outstream. It is an outstream product. But when I'm giving you a highly relevant video into an article uh, that fits with it, it's it's appointment viewing. It's what the the fan wants. Whether you're a fan, you know, you're connecting with news or or entertainment, sports, whatever you're going on. And I feel I agree a hundred percent. I feel like there's um, one of the aspects of this for for publishers is that relevant video piece, right? And I feel like. Um, for a lot of publishers that are web focused, web based, you know, they need essentially more video content. So in other words, it's a great monetization vehicle, but it's also about having relevant video and, you know, video takes a little bit more to do than, than writing an article. Uh, and, and so sometimes, so I know that that's something that, that you and your company does, um, is dealing with syndicated video and, and allowing people essentially to have additional content right uh to, to sit there and actually allow them to to grow that and connect that in with those particular articles um has has that syndication model in the last number of years it's just something that i i don't follow quite as much but i'm kind of curious are your publishers looking for you for more content are you able to help them get whatever investment in their video to other sites like how is that that part of the business going? Yeah, that uh, it, uh, super good question. That that part of the business in the last like four or five years has just exploded because you've got so many creators out there that are trying to find a way to reach their audience. Um, you've got a lot of publishers that have invested actually resources uh, to create uh, their content. Like, you know, we work with partners, like I mentioned, the New York Post or Arena Group that actually have video teams that will create. I can go smaller. Like we work with the the Las Vegas Review Journal. They actually produce twice a day uh, a new segment on what's happening in, in, in Las Vegas. So uh, a, a lot more content creators, a lot more publishers are investing in, in content. Uh, so it creates a really nice base of, of, of high quality content. There's also now, uh, you know, I'm not going to go into a rabbit hole with you of chat GTP, but uh, <laughs> there's definitely capabilities now around uh, using AI to create video, with, whether you're using data. So there's multiple ways to, to generate uh, uh, online video. We kind of focus on that early on. Our, our genesis is in sports. Where, uh, you know, going back to 2013, 14, we kind of looked at uh, content and, and felt that uh, if we have great video content and sports is the best example, like if I if I read about, you know, the Yankees winning last night on a on a uh, a home run, like I can, you know, 
I want to watch that home run. So uh, the space has grown. Uh, uh, I think it's great for publishers. There's a lot of content out there and a lot of creators are trying to reach an audience. So it's, uh, I think it's a good place to be. If you want to be a publisher, even with limited resources, you're able to have access to a large pool of high quality content uh, to put it in front of your audience and, and complement the editorial that you're putting together or complement the video product that you're already producing. So it's, you can kind of do both. I like that word compliment with it, right? Because it, it, you know, as someone that's consuming, you know, whatever the content is, I might want to read it. But if there's a video version of that at this moment, at this time, that might be how I want to, to get that content. And other times I don't, right? I mean, again, it's like something where uh, it just feels like you're for your audience, you're giving them the choice of the method of, of delivery of that content. And so let that be the user's choice as opposed to your own limitations in terms of being able to create that content to your point about being like a, like a small team and, and so forth. Um, one of the things, and, and, and uh, sorry to cut you off. I'll, here's what I'm going to expand on that. It goes with, with the comment I was saying earlier that, uh, you know, it has been unfair for some publishers. Like, I think I understand what IAB is trying to do and what the, the buy side is trying to do. But at the end of the day, don't punish the publishers that have done a great job. Like if they've done it, put them in the cart of good apples and let the other let let the bad apples or the, you know, the medium apples get better so that, you know, the whole industry shifts. But 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 reward publishers that have done that uh, uh, and delivering that au- that audience and that environment that that ultimately a, a brand wants to have and should pay for. I think it's a really important point that, and I feel like as much as that IEB um, classification is now there, and I think OpenRTB, I think it's you know going to be worked into. Uh, the next version and, and, and so forth to, to make it happen, right? You're going to start to see people do that. There's definitely a, you know, th- this is going to cause some pain uh, around something that doesn't necessarily need to have the pain. I get, I get the overall direction of the industry of, you know, moving away from third-party cookies. Um, I think if you've heard anything I've ever talked about, the level of ad quality to security, like we have some things that we need to focus on brand safety, sustainability. Like, these are all great things. Um, this particular area of just going like, let's just take online video, a web serve video, and just kind of throw the hardest, most draconian version at it. Just to me, it just seems like it's going to wind up, buyers are going to go like, what happened to our inventory? And to your point, they're then going to what shift that to CTV and have less measurement less the things that they're wanting it just it feels like the like this isn't going the way it should and it probably is a thing where again as publishers start to to realize the impact of this got to speak up we got to speak up got to have a conversation about this um otherwise uh it's like just turning off a valve to the not only revenue from the publisher side but a great inventory for the buy you know for the buy side to have access to it just kind of goes away right i know if i'm turning off and i'm making every video on my site click to play i i drop a lot you know 
80, 90% perhaps. What am I doing then if I'm not doing that for video? So like, I really kind of feel like this is something that seemed to happen and was brought up in August and then just not enough people really raise their voice. And yeah. now it's like right on the doorstep. Um, but that's, you know, that's here that people need to start to talk up about it. At the base camp event, at that particular session, there were obviously a lot of other topics and things that got thrown out. Some had to do with measurement. Some people were thinking about like building their own players. There's there's a lot conversation went all over the place. And uh, I've in one sense, I feel bad, Phil, because it's like we kind of in those things want our publishers speaking out and whatever. And yet here you are like a, an expert in the space and you you held your tongue. But I know you came out of that going like, wow, there's a lot of varying thoughts here. What are some of the things that you heard that like either people need to to understand or their myths or their opportunities? What are some of the things that you heard at the event that maybe we should talk further about? Uh, you know what? It, it, I'm going to tell you, it was just it was a terrific event. I'm not saying this to you uh, because uh, uh, we're, we're having this podcast. I probably said that to a dozen people in Vail that were asking me, oh, you went to. Beeler, I hear it was great. Like that format of roundtable was like amazing. Uh, I probably learned more actually uh, uh, if I quote my uh, 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 Matthew, our CEO, like he always says, like uh, I've never learned anything when I was talking. So uh, I that's probably why I didn't say much because I was listening and I learned a lot. Like it was just really good to hear some of the concerns that that publishers have and you know how they look at video. Uh, it was definitely more of a, of a revenue programmatic room. So you, you probably have more of their side of the story, but it, it was great. Like a couple of things that to me, I, I, I picked, uh, um, uh, you know, one that was interesting is uh, there was eventually a discussion around, Hey, maybe we need to build our own tech. Um, it, it, it always candidly make me smile a little bit. Uh, um, you know, I, I've said this a few times to, uh, people that were pitching our, our offering and all of that. And, and they tell me that they look maybe at building their own. I say to them all the time, like, oh, you might not like me, you might not like my company, but if you, uh, uh, if the option that you have is to build your own, like you should talk to one of my competitor. <laughs> uh, and, and for the simple reason, like, you know, you, you work with established platform, uh, uh, you know, I don't know the numbers for all my competitors, so I'll give you mine, but we work with 2000 uh, pubs. Uh, we have dedicated staff for troubleshooting support. We actually have people focus on core web vitals to optimize the speed of the player. Um, we have a dev team. That's all they do. They sleep, uh, you know, drink and breathe uh, uh, video and uh, we've uh, added over the last few years a, a killer product management team, you know, that focus on innovation, like uh, an optimized mobile player for, for mobile amp. Uh, they're working right now on self-serve and shoppable video. So, you, you know, we've made a bunch of mistakes. Uh, some of my competitors have made a bunch of mistakes. You learn along the way. Uh, you know, we work with probably every single CMS you can think of. So for some, for a publisher to say, I'm going to allocate resources, time, effort, uh, you know, you've got to negotiate deals with, you know, AWS because you got to store your videos. Like I'm just, 
it's a lot of time and efforts that honestly a publisher should spend uh, focusing on building their audience, fo- focusing on what they're good at, and, and bring uh, uh, bring the the a partner that that that's going to help you uh, do this right. Like there was a publisher at some point, one of the uh, uh, the event that was really talking about uh, the issue that she had to deal with at troubleshooting is my. How do I know my player is working properly? How do I know that, you know, I'm, I'm getting the right ad calls and, you know, I see the wheels spinning all the time. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, if you have the right partner, that stuff gets solved like in, you know, in, in a matter of one call uh, and it's done. And, you know, you shouldn't go to a meeting wondering if your player is optimized. Uh, uh, that's what the right partner will do to you. You, you make uh a related point, I'm going to take it up a level. We'll come back to video. There was something in the way you said that that spawned in my mind this idea that there are times to build, there are times to buy, and I'm sure each organization goes through it. But maybe one of the things that you just hit on in my mind, if you're someone that's considered building, whether it be a video player or something else, your own CMS or whatever, if it almost feels like if you're going down that path, you're probably not talking to the ad ops or the ad yeah. side of the world enough. Because if I were brought by my team to say, hey, you know what, we're done trying player, you know, video players out, let's build our own. What are your requirements? My requirements are like, I can't give you my requirements because they are changing. They are all like, in other words, like this, there's an aspect of like, you need dedicated people building this and then rebuilding it and then rethinking it and doing it, which is what your team does, which, you know, again, that's what our partners do is they focus on these particular areas. That's not a strength of a publisher is to sit there and go, Oh, wow. You know, new specs or this is coming through or whatever. And you have to sit there and react to that. Like, React one layer level d- different later, you know, like, you know, or, or again, to your point, focus on the audience. There's something about that. I'm going to work on the articulation on that, Phil, but I really like it because there's a part of going like if someone were asking me my requirements for building something, I'm kind of like, do you really want like I, it's going to change n- maybe next week? <laughs> and that's uh, exactly where it's going. Like you think about something like and you you can get beyond, by the way, like a video platform. Just look at a CMS. Like, you know, are you going to build your own CMS? Like, yeah, maybe I guess if you're Jeff Bezos and you've got the, the engineering team to, to syndicate what you've built for the post after, but uh, things change so freaking fast in that industry. It's not even funny. And, and uh, you know, you're find the right partners for some of these things and, and, and focus, focus on building your audience. Uh, and that's really what, what it comes down to. You hit on, uh, you mentioned shoppable. Uh, and again, so there's there's an aspect of this that, again, CTV gets all the recognition is, of, of being the shiny new thing. And yet there are things in online video that are kind of exciting uh, that, you know, that go beyond just the CTV piece of it. You, again, you mentioned shoppable and so forth. What are some of the things that you're interested in, in seeing and, and happening in the space that uh, publishers, it might be a real opportunity for publishers to to generate more revenue or more audience. Yeah, shoppable is definitely uh, a, a big, uh, a big thing, a big, big trend out there. Like you know, it's uh, uh, you're seeing it more and more. Like it was kind of funny. You, 
you went through the ETF phase for a while where, you know, like, like oh, we got to trade stuff and all that. But fundamentally, finding a way of, you know, selling uh, items that are related to your page, the content you have on the page could be related to video. Like there's multiple ways to to engage uh, someone to generate a buy. And, and and ultimately, obviously, that's way more money in your pocket than than you know generating advertising on that page. So it's really a smart way to uh, get conversion and generate revenue. So that's definitely a big trend. You've got some publishers that that are 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 doing it uh, really really well, and uh, it's a question of looking at what's out there and 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 try to take some of these best practices. Um, some publishers can already have that environment, right? If you're a publisher in the lifestyle in uh, uh, a category, uh, you're probably more prone to people coming in and be willing to buy, I don't know, food or, you know, training equipment or whatever. Uh, but if you're in news or categories that are less, it's probably more about leveraging the video content to attach something uh, that could be sellable to it. So, Definitely something that we're looking at. It's a big trend that we're seeing for 2023. Uh, it was a trend in 2022. I think that uh, with with publishers now struggling a little bit more, like that's another theme of Q1. Lots of publishers uh, struggling in Q1 compared to 2022. Uh, uh, finding new sources of revenue is definitely a, a big priority for a lot of them. And I think the online video, I think, you know, web-based video is going to be a place to kind of explore some of those ideas. So it's interesting, you, you know, as you talk about the shoppable, right, you kind of use that phrase of some people who are doing that well. As, you're, as you talk about the fact that publishers are struggling and figuring out monetization, I think there's an underlying thing of like, what, what can publishers do um, well, that can help them really drive revenue in this space, not just follow the, the cool, fun things, but like, what do you think is something that, that publishers should really be thinking about when it comes to video content? A lot of it to me comes down, Rob, and I, it almost feels like I'm, I'm sound like a broken clock, but it's around quality. Right. Like if you think about anything right now, like I'm going to take like talk media in general, like if you look at media companies that are doing well uh, and you can look, you know, at uh, a company like Netflix, uh, uh, you know, you can look at a, a, a broadcaster like ESPN uh, that has created like a, a lot of streaming channels to retain uh, uh, their um, their audience. Uh, it's 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 all about its quality content. That's what people want to see. That's what they want to consume. So, uh, like the advice we have for a lot of publishers, like like you you got to focus on the quality content you can put in front of your audience. And and ultimately, if you are doing a great job at creating engaging editorial, and it doesn't matter what it is, right? Like you can focus on hyper local news. It could be national news, could be sports entertainment, like make sure that you give your audience a, um, a video content that is that is quality, something they're going to look at and say, wow, this is great. Like this is, you know, 
I, I go back with Vanity Fair and the red carpet. Like I, I go on that article. Of course, I'm interested to watch the red, the red carpet from, from Sunday night. So, so it's constantly delivering that, that quality video that people engage with and, and, and ultimately the brands are, are happy to be attached with. Like if I go back, we started with the New York Post. Like if I give to an advertiser a URL that says, you know, New York Post, Masters, it's, it's great content. Vanity Fair, you know, Oscars, it's great content. And if, I, if I'm looking at this, whether I'm buying display or now I'm looking at this as a video buyer, I know I'm buying a high quality audience, a high quality URL. And if you can layer now the high quality video, you're, you kind of have the trifecta for the buyer. You're just, you know, you're, you're giving your audience what they want. And I feel like you're, you're preaching to the choir because that is, to me, the way you future-proof your business as a publisher is we honestly have got to focus on the audience piece. And quite honestly, the advertising will follow. Short-term, that sounds painful. Long-term, it's the only thing that makes sense. If you do quality, again, we are brands as well, right, as publishers. And if we create quality content, you will get that second page view or that second visit. And then again, you'll get more engagement. And maybe the first time they don't watch the video, keep putting them, giving them an offer, give them something. And you know that someone who sees a page, reads, you know, sees display ads and then watches the video, like what you just did for the monetization of that user and of that session, you just expanded that immensely, right? So yeah. like, that's the, therein lies the trick is just get them to engage with the content and got to say the advertising is going to follow. I just, I have to believe that. Um, some people on short term are not necessarily going to agree, but I just sit there and think like, that's the only thing you could do is to, to be a quality publisher. And there we go. Yeah. I think short term, we need to, to engage with, with uh, the buying community. We need to engage with, with uh, certainly IAB uh going back to your apple analogy like like buy the right apples and, and and ultimately um you know my comment earlier like if if the ctv world was like like just perfect and ideal and you're sitting here i'm like yeah these guys are doing everything perfect they're not it's it's the wild west so uh uh publishers that are doing it right should not be uh, uh penalized uh, and certainly publishers that have the vision to do it right should also be rewarded down the road. I agree with you. And hey, Phil, thank you so much for uh, for joining uh, BeelerCast and having this conversation. It's great to see you. And, um, you know, next time I see you, we'll have like an apple martini or something like that. We'll keep this. Uh, we'll keep the apple thing going here. I think I think we're on to something. Yeah, I don't know if I'll go for that drink, but uh, let, let's see. Let's <laughs> see what else you can. Uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, cider is uh, is a great drink uh, after golf or actually ski. So that's my uh, beverage of choice. So let's do a cider. I love we'll, that. We'll do a cider next time I see you, uh, Phil. Thank you so much, and thanks everyone for uh, for listening in. Appreciate it. If there's anyone you think I should be talking to, uh, let us know. Uh, and again, Phil, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks and have a great weekend.